0: Alright, got a little surprise for you. Starting off July 2021 with uh, a little movie called The Edge. Um, I'm watching this on DVD. Uh, it's always a great one to watch. I really enjoy the performances and... Uh, recently i watched uh, anthony hopkins put out a little video on instagram or one of those where he's like he, he pretty much said it's like just believe 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 it's so it's so important that you believe in yourself believe that you could do it and it was just totally uh what one man can do another can do you know hit that kind of speech from the edge <laughs> that was pretty great but even before that i was i was getting ready to to watch this movie and I, I couldn't believe I, I didn't own it and as you know I saw this in the theater and I saw this um, you know I used to watch this with a good friend of mine and I used to quote uh, Baldwin's lines and I'll probably do some more quoting in this but during this I'm going to be looking up some things on Google to see you know to, to give you a little bit more insight um, about what went into this movie so that way there's not so much silence, you know, where I just kind of get lost watching the movie. Um, this is going to be my own fun take on watching it. Let me, I'm going to type in right now uh, making of the edge. Now, there's some background noise, it's my uh, air conditioning fan going off, so it's 95 degrees today. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July. Um, this is July 5th. Um, making of the movie. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah, we got some stuff. We got, uh, we got the Wikipedia. And we have The Edge Trivia. The Edge making of the film. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll Let's see. Let's see here. Okay, so here we go. Alright, so that's a lot of setup, guys. I'm watching this on DVD. So, if you got the DVD, that's cool. If you have the VHS, I don't know if this is going to be slower or faster. I suppose you, you could do it. You could probably pull it off. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna hit play. Um, there might be a little one second lapse there uh, from the from the starting menu. Three, two, one, go. One thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four. It jumped ahead, so just try to sync it up with that music. Twentieth Century Fox logo, just fade it out. All right, Twentieth Century Fox in white. Just trying to get to sync up with this. Just fade it out. on the uh, projector here I'm gonna make sure it's my projectors a little cockeyed understated titles i'm not a fan of although this movie's so good it can get away with the understated title but this could have used a more bolder bigger title i don't know the movie's got in the habit of making really small titles for a while there i need to stop that <laughs> i mean not every movie title has to be like rocky but let's let's make bigger titles that's my first critique but not your that hot wife. <laughs>
1: Baldwin, Absolutely, especially this time of year. That awesome raspy hey, uh, voice.
0: Anthony Hopkins always uh, so much in command. This book i want to get this yeah. book
1: dual time zone tells the time in two places what's, what's what for so from la and i want to know the time in new york i have to go through the anguish of adding 3
0: <laughs> jerry goldsmith does a score it's definitely a memorable score of course, jerry goldsmith made a lot of memorable scores Might have done the score to Rambo, maybe. Let's see here. Uh, look it up on Wikipedia. Here, yeah, that's what we got here. We you know the plot pretty much. Production: The, uh, the Edge production began began principal photography in August 19th, 1996. Yeah, listen to that score. Beautiful. Beautiful shot with all the mountains too and the plain. That's nice. If you watch this on the big screen or projector screen. It's it's nice. Um, footage was taken primarily in Alberta. Uh, among the Alberta locations were uh, Bearfoot National Park, Canmore, Edmonton, Thunderstone Thunderstone quarries. Quarries. Uh, uh, Fortress Ski Resort. This is probably what they're they're entering now, somewhere on there. I would assume. Um, and Allercom Studios. Additional scenes were shot in Yo, Yo- uh, I think Yoho, yeah, Yoho National Park and Gold and Golden, both in British Columbia. Filming ended in November twenty second, nineteen ninety six. August, September, October, November, about four months. (laughs)
1: That's <laughs> Jack Hawk, a friend of mine. You took the photo. I took the photo. He took the bear. And I'd be out hunting with him right now, you go right toward here. And I had my rifle sighted in. Ah, uh, you interested in butts? <laughs> yeah, why can't good. you get your rifle sighted in? This guy's right. good. I so why can't you get your rifle sighted in? Oh, I need to ring up a bit for us. The nighting board makes a potential. No disrespect. Uh, I'm surprised you know what a bench rest is. Charles knows
2: what everything is. Got a question to ask him. Charles knows everything.
1: Take a mighty accomplished man to claim that. I did not didn't claim anything. I didn't anything. Are
2: you ask asking me. See if I'm wrong. Bet you can stump
1: him. Uh, bet you I can. I tell you what. I will give you five dollars can tell me what's on the other side of this blade. It's a rabbit smoking a pipe.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a rabbit smoking a pipe. Why in the world would that be, Charles?
1: Uh, well, it's a symbol of the uh, Cree Indians. But on one side is the panther, on the other his prey, uh, the rabbit. Uh, he sits unafraid. He smokes his pipe. It's a traditional motif. Why is he unafraid? Because he's smarter than the Panther. Huh. Sir, uh, you impressed me. Thank you. Amazing accomplishment. No, it's not uh, an accomplishment, it's a freak. Uh,
0: so. <laughs> he's already kind of like, uh, jealous. thing with Baldwin is that you know, I've always been a Baldwin fan, but it's, it's tough. You know, you get old you put on the weight. <laughs> you know, not much you can do about the gray hair, but you I like to think you can do something about the weight. But, you know, I've, again, I've had my little struggles and. Uh, But that's why I'm hitting the gym later today. I should have went to the gym before I watched this, but uh, it's hot out there. It's 95 degrees. We're in July, people. The shooting of this film was discussed by Art Linson in his 2002 book, What Just Happened later made a film starring robert de niro initially called bookworm uh the script is turned down by harrison ford and dustin hoffman before out baldwin settled on the role of green de niro showed some interest in the role of morse uh but ultimately declined ah uh, honestly I, I i gotta decline this is not good i, 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 I got yeah it's all right <laughs> i can hear him saying that baldwin's unwillingness to shave a beard that he had grown for the role, is reenacted by Bruce Willis and Barry Levenston's, ah, adaption of Lenson's book. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I saw the movie Bookworm. I remember there being a movie with uh, Bruce Willis and De Niro. Initially called Bookworm. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It sounds familiar. I know there's a movie that they did together about this kind of stuff. Like uh, making movies.
2: An no.
0: Hell <laughs> McPherson she she was doing movies for a little while there i remember she was in batman and robin she probably did a couple other movies but then she just kind of stopped So Pete, that, that, that kind of scared me too. <laughs> <laughs> Did a good job with that. <laughs> <laughs> was quite a phenomenon back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I can never forget Elton McPherson.
1: Like
2: to know
1: who everybody is. Hmm. Well, Got it. Okay. Yep. Let's
0: go. All right. We all left that meter. He's that quite a few times. Yep. <laughs> there we go. let <laughs> where the phone picks up. <laughs>
1: That's a fucking model. This guy. Where is he? Uh Jack Hawk. Cabin up north, 80 miles. Well, can we get to him? Does he have a phone? No phone, no radio. In any case, he'll likely be out hunting. Well, they'll just go and find him. That's what we'll do.
0: <laughs> well, here we go.
1: Seems you can make a compass out of a needle. My god. That's the new one on me. Spend much time in the woods? No, I'm afraid uh, most of my knowledge is theoretical. Such a perfect spot. Such privilege. It's a shame uh, everyone can't enjoy it. It is remote, and uh, that's true. Now, you think this spot is so remote that only the few can enjoy it, but I got a point. I got a scheme to develop this lake and I think that you could appreciate it. Now, no need really for you to look at these things because you can envision this better than these folks can draw. But I want you to look at these things. Now, here's the interesting book. For only thirty or forty million dollars, you wow. can. The bank one. I thought for a moment you would just be Well, what do you mean? (laughs) <laughs> well, Charles, we're going on an impromptu adventure. You huh? come too? Charles, on an adventure? That's right. I said it you heard it. What did he say, Charles? We'll be back in two hours.
2: Why don't you go get some air on you, we?
0: they're off they're off let's see another fact fun-filled fact here um like many other actors who had worked with bart the bear baldwin was extremely impressed with how well-trained and do- docile uh the bear was in interviews he revealed oh spoilers is bearing this uh he revealed that during filming, he was concerned that the film simply would not work because of how docile Bart was. After the film was completed, Baldwin commanded or comment, commented that Bart should send some film editor a fruit basket every day for making him look so scary. As for Hopkins, he had worked with Bart in Legends of the Fall. Yeah. He was uh, absolutely brilliant with Bart. According to the trainer, Lynn Suez. Seuss, I think. Uh, he went. On, he went on to say that Hopkins acknowledged and respected Bart like a fellow actor. He would spend just hours looking at, looking at Bart and admiring him. He did so many of his own scenes with Bart. Ah, here it is. Three months before the film was released, the studio felt "Bookworm" needed a more commercial title. Dozens of other others were concerned. According, according to Linson... Uh, until the film was renamed The Edge. The model's gone bear hunting.
1: How much of him? Where's he going? Big Bass Lake, partner. It's about 20 miles northwest. We left here taking a picture of sweet fanny Ann. What do you say, Charles? Huh? Can we, uh... Can we chance it? Be get it. get what? It's a dead What's a dead fall? much better. What are we being careful with? It's a pit, they cover it up, it's a bare pit. So what do you say? Should we press on? Should we be bold? You really need to find this guy? I need to get that film on that plane. A good plan today is better than, than the a perfect, perfect plan tomorrow. tomorrow. It's absolutely right. What do you say? Okay, let's be bold. <laughs> There's the spirit, of the Japanese. <laughs>
0: Another awesome shot The film's musical score Was composed by Jerry Goldsmith yeah, Who worked closely with di- director Lee Tamahori to develop a score Diverse at other works uh, More diverse Than other works by Goldsmith uh, In the 1990s Initially The score was released On CD in 1997 Upon the film's release Over time Their first release went out of print Leading to La La Land oh, Records Issuing a limited 350,000 unit Pressing oh, of the guy. complete score um, Which is also sold out of print By July 2013 Wow are, Told you it's a good score
1: value you for... yeah.
0: the, new, the new release uh, Contains 25 minutes of unreleased music a Fixes the problem Found on RC release uh, Affecting the track uh, oh. Rescued which contained rustling noises during some of the quieter parts. I tell you what, I like your style.
1: And I think your wife's pretty cute too. Yes. So
0: <laughs> No lie there.
2: Me. <laughs> oh fuck, hold on! Oh, shit. Oh.
0: I always like holding my breath during uh, underwater scenes Got the knife a book Pretty pretty good. It tells you how hardcore hypothermia how fast it kicks in there. matches Yep.
1: What we need is, uh what we want is wood stacked, quite a bit of it, through signal fire. So when they come to us, they'll see the smoke. Why would they come for us? Yes. Hmm? Well, they know we went to the cabin. When they go to the cabin, they'll see the note. for a of a walk. What's that mean? Going for a bit of a walk. Hey, what the fuck does that mean, huh? What? I once read an interesting book that said that uh, most people lost in the wilds they, they die of shame. What? Yeah. You see, they die of shame. What did I do wrong? into this so they sit there and they die because they didn't do the one thing which would have saved their lives. And what is that, Charles? Thinking. Look, Steve, up. Right, here's the lodge. Here's the band's cabin where we were supposed to have gone. This is where we did go through this pass. River. Now they'll be looking for us in the south, all right? Now, if we can get back south of this pass by tonight, we can use the flares. How do we find it in the woods? Head south. Ah. Uh-huh. Well then we head south. How do we know which way is south? Okay, uh okay. point the hour hand of the sun, halfway between the hour hand and twelve is south. Give me a watch. Give me a watch. Mine's busted too. Steve? It's lost. Okay, um. Alright, I'll tell you. Uh, Birds will be flying south when we follow them. And what if we can't see the birds? Hey, I'm sorry I got us into this okay Stop that! Stop it! Just stop Where you going? Compass.
0: now that's a get that's scene. Uh, right, you take a
1: needle, rub it on soap. I know how a compass works, Charles. Good. You know that's south. <laughs> what do we do when we get to that peak? Take another side. Of it. That doesn't feel south, Charles. <laughs> Just because you're lost doesn't mean to say that your compass is broken. It is
0: south. Doesn't feel south. <laughs> Release. The Edge had its premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival in Canada on September 6, 1997. It was released in the US on September 26, 1997. And 23, oh, 2,351 <laughs> theaters engrossed you know, the $7.7 million during its opening weekend. The rope. The rope. Yeah. How they do
1: that, Well, they'd have these uh, two set points on the land they'd uh, left behind or saved away from. That they lined them up and that would be their daring. And Then they trail this long rope behind the ship, uh,
0: it. Those two points, the Child, or whatever. You want to conserve your breath. Right. Ten point seven mil during its opening weekend. It went on to gross. 27.8 million in the US and 15.4 million overseas for a worldwide total of 43.3 million in its theatrical run. Hey, what are the odds that they'll
2: see
1: us? That they'll see the clinics? Damn fine, damn fine. big fella. I don't know if I think so or not, but I have to say so in any case, don't I? City Boy. my diseased imagination, or did you say, how are you planning to kill me? Did you say that? Yeah. What did that mean? Why would I want to kill you, Charles? Why would I want to do that? For my wife. For Mickey? Yeah. So that's a bizarre way to meet girls. I want to kill you to get next to your wife. I've seen you with her.
2: Hmm.
1: Charles, baby. We work together. No. I've seen the way you are. No offense, Charles, but I get my own girl. If you perhaps noticed in the time we've known each other, and P.S., you're kind of a powerful guy, why would I want to antagonize you, Charles? Why would I want to do something like that? get the money? How's the broad, how's the beautiful, nothing to say? My precious. Ha they but Ha All anybody wants. Take something from you when they want it bad enough to kill you. Here's some Charles. The rich are different.
0: This is a good roll. This is definitely a Baldwin roll. <laughs> <laughs> he seems definitely made for this kind of a character, you know, somebody that could turn shady, but someone is, it could be down to earth and Frank.
1: more than about 10 miles. Ah, Come on. Stitch, stitch in the side. Find a round stone. What? Find a round stone. A it it. old Indian remedy? Yeah. I think I'm a fool, don't you? I think you're a fool, no. Hold the environment, makes sense. A has got a stitch in his side, make him slow down, find a stone, take his mind off it make him stretch, bend over. I no, you think I'm a fool because of what I said. About what? About my wife. Ah, oh, what you said about your wife? No. What I think, I think that you got a whole stew. Too much money. Uh, latent homosexuality, lots of other good stuff. Paranoia. What we'll do, <laughs> we'll all get together, we get back.
0: He can't be a homo. There are feelings.
1: and... Even if I wanted to kill you, I need you to get home. You fucking idiot. Needing people, isn't it a bitch? Who are we talking about? We're talking about Fanny Farmer, the mother of level measurement here. It's good to know you have a hero. Mm. Cheering up, are we regaining our. Part, <laughs> demeanor, right? It's good of you to notice.
0: <laughs> oh boy, here we go. I wonder if Bart the bear is still alive. I'm not sure. At that point, probably just hug the log and crawl it quickly. Scene. Upon release, The Edge received mixed to positive reviews from critics based on 50 reviews collected by Rotten Tomatoes. The film received a 64% approval rating with an average score of 6.38 out of 10, which I think is kind of ridiculous. Uh, the consensus reads The Edge is an entertaining hybrid of brainy mammoth dialogue with brainy outdoors action. Uh, albeit uh, one that sadly lacks, sadly lacks much as much bite as its furry antagonist uh, said Roger Ebert of chicago sometimes uh gave the film oh gave the film 3 out of 4 stars i'd say that's fair 3 out of 4 is good that's a solid solid movie um
1: something nice when we home. I, you coffee. I like my coffee like I like my women bitter and murky
0: <laughs> three out of four stars uh, writing uh, that the filmmakers did well by not going berserk with action sequences as other films do he did criticize the ending saying that having successfully negotiated almost 118 minutes, the edge shoots itself in the foot after the emotional, fraught final moments, just as we are savoring the implications of what just happened. The screen fades to black, and we immediately get a big credit for Bart the Bear. Now, Bart is a hell of a bear. I loved him in the title role of the Bear. Uh, but this credit in, in its place is a spectacularly bad idea. <laughs> It's Roger Ebert. He's like, you know, you put credit Bart the Bear right after the, the screen fades to uh, fades to black. It's uh, I'm gonna minus a star because of that. <laughs> Following its re- its release on VHS, The Edge was released on a non-anamorphic widescreen NTSC DVD in the U.S. That's probably what I'm watching right now, um, with no extras. Yeah, I know. I noticed that no extras on this, save the original theatrical trailer. Meanwhile, PAL DVDs released in Europe feature an anamorphic transfer, the trailer, a six-minute featurette, seven shot, uh, short cast and crew interviews. And five text biographies. Yeah, what the heck. As of 2017, uh, the film has been re- released on Blu-ray in the U.S. Uh, with the same extras as each country's DVDs. Well, well, dang it. I should have got the Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it didn't pop up on Amazon. um Yeah, this is a movie you should have extras on. Let me see here. I don't like Blu-ray because what you sacrifice in uh, functionality. I mean, you get a, a okay, you get a nice sharp image, like even sharper than DVD, or whatever. But the functionality isn't quite there. It's just like they want to give you like 15 commercials for something you bought, and you can't just get to the fucking uh, get to the fucking uh, bear get right to it, get to the menu, or hit play. With DVDs, you could pretty much get right to it. Just like VHS. For the most part. You know, VHS, you gotta fast forward through some previews. but
1: Hey, maybe it was this. Maybe it was the
0: buckle that threw it off. Well, the important thing is that I have the movie. I should have had it a long time ago.
1: What are we going to do? Well, going to what are we going to do? Right we're going now. to die right, out here. here. Nobody knows look where we are. Here. And we don't, we don't know. We don't know. Doing here? What are we gonna do? We're gonna die. Nobody knows where we are. We got nothing to eat. Alright, oh, see. Okay. So what
0: are we gonna do? Oh, well you see this? It's only seven bucks. I think I paid more for this DVD than I did than I would have the Blu-ray. Steve? the hell's up with that? That's kind of messed up. Multi-format. Let's see. Yeah, it's more for the DVD than Blu-ray. Well, again, functionality. Functionality. Come
1: on, get on Year. What, is he gonna fish for uh, dinner? I wanted to give him something to do with this one. They're gonna come for us. I mean, you are an important guy, right? Right? Look, and I'm talking to you. What would you like to do? Huh? Should we lay down and die? Should we lie down and die, Bob? <laughs> There's nobody... You're right.
0: You're
1: right, I'm sorry. Okay.
0: Oh. This is not good. I'm reading a review on Amazon it says needs high definition <laughs> movie is chock-full of beauty thanks to the settings I haven't seen the blu-ray version but imagine it looks great many movies receive great treatment in the blue and the DVD format and look good enough to keep me from seeking out a blue gray blue blue grade a Blu-ray up upgrade. The Edge is a good movie, but the setting is important. So I definitely feel it is not isn't represented fully. The experience is lacking, but the blue get the Blu-ray. The actors seem out of place set up against a backdrop here, but that that's the point. This is an adventure film, and uh, with the thoughts provoking thought-provoking moments. It's sort of Heart of Darkness meets Hatchet, yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is center stage, uh, and the uh, film is has a lasting appeal as a result. Not a five star, star sleeper classic, but I feel the need to keep it around. Yes, exactly. That, that's a, I'm going to mark helpful on that. Um, he gave it, this guy, Brain uh, Under Spoon, gave it uh, four out of five. Geez, I might have to get the Blu-ray, damn it. Uh, again. Puts things in perspective, doesn't it? I hate Blu-rays because of the damn you can't skip the previews. Out here. A
1: little different from the fashion world. A little different from Snort and Cobo the girls' headbonds. <laughs> uh-
0: Remember Baldwin uh, being on a late night show talking about uh, the director, and he did an impression of him. I think you, I think Lee Tamahori has like an Australian accent or something. Something about the pit. Something about it's yeah. You, I'll have to look it up or look it up on YouTube where he talks about the director. Um, some mentioning something about the pit, the pit scene there. And get in the pit, dig it out, and huh? so? I forgot how the rest of it went. It was kind of funny.
1: He's not that badly hurt. There were our chances, really, when all is said and done. I mean, we can walk out of here and we'll probably die, or we can stay here and he's certainly gonna die. And our chances are good. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Better than good. Turn the that that's north.
0: That's fucked. <laughs> Welcome to Bill. We just left some blood on the branch. I told
1: you we had a better zone. What difference does it make? Hey, have to get the dog. Why? They put the smell of blood in there, that's why. Hey, what? I'm not going to climb the in
0: the middle of a goddamn thunderstorm. Have to get it down. Fuck. Oh, you'd be so fucked. Sorry, sorry the language. <laughs> it's, it's an explicit commentary. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> Keep the camera steady, keep keep it steady. It's important to keep it steady. <laughs> In action scenes, there's not a lot of lighting, flashing lighting Ah, yeah. oh. oh gosh. That's awful. That's awful. To the edge <laughs> that's my commentary <laughs> goodbye <laughs> thanks for uh, listening and I'll be calling it a day <laughs> think about I read most of the stuff the important stuff in the Wikipedia David Mamet apparently wrote this
1: let's
0: see here which is something that's not really let's see yeah David Mamet I never really I don't know if I knew that before I don't think so That's definitely probably part of the reason why this movie's good, too.
1: What do we eat?
0: Although people are bitching about how, oh, people don't talk about like this in real life. I'm like, well... I don't think it's that far. Maybe because the actors make it seem more natural how they talk, but... Well, there's a line coming up. Yeah, it's like it's obviously it's like you'd say it in a movie then you wouldn't say it in real life necessarily but kinda I mean it's not too far from reality I'll tell you when it when it comes up. Oh, it's coming up here. Here comes the line.
2: i five from ice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: from reality. I can see somebody saying that. If you're in that, if you're pissed off
1: enough. Maybe, you know, different years. variant on it. No, I'm not dense. I, just have no imagination.
0: I guess because he's speaking from like a, a jealous point of view. He... It, if you're jealous, he's angry because he knows everything. He put, in a real, put you in an emergency and you bloom, you know.
1: What's that? Ice. You take it into your hands and be molded into a lens, which will concentrate sunlight into fire.
0: Boom. Dropping that knowledge, bomb. Thank you. Good day. Alden's such a good uh he's a good character actor, the
1: you know.
0: He's hard to take I mean, he's he can, he can be a, he's a lead he, obviously he was a leading man, but I think he's more dynamic, as someone has definitely got diff- some different shades going on. Um, as as you know, that's that's probably why he wasn't a leading man for too long, because he's got other parts of his personality or his acting uh, ability that leaks through to make him more of a character actor, either a good villain or a. A, a boss kind of character, and an eccentric boss, or something of th- um, like that nature. He's got, yeah, he, he definitely has a. He's got, he's got some range. So, um, but both these guys, him and Anthony Hopkins, have played different sorts of characters. You know, considered could be considered character actors. yeah but there's no getting away from how awesome Anthony Hopkins is you know in this movie it's just about every movie he's in he's great so supposed to run from a bear (laughs) but damn to be to get away that much from a bear. Bear would have probably run him down before he got to that.
1: He's a mountain killer. <laughs> supposed to have a plan you tell me To attack, spear, bait, induce a charge, bear charges, and rares. As he falls, he impales himself on the spear. Same principle as the deadfall. Use his own weight to kill him. spears. How do we lure him? You <laughs> old boys don't kill a lion. Did you know that Indian boys used to run up to the bear? Slap him? Cult cool on him? Slap him? No, <laughs> well, no, Charles. How are we going to lure him? Blood. Blood! <laughs> we'll, have to, uh, him, we'll have to distract him, of course. we would have to distract him and... Uh,
0: can be done. You believe it, Bob? Here we go. Believe <laughs> it? <laughs> I don't know, Charles. Ah, I don't think it'll work,
1: Charles. It will work. No. It will work. What one man can do, what another can do. Can't Here we change. go. Bear,
0: Charles, he's...
1: he's ahead of us all of the time. It's like he's reading our minds. He's stalking us, for God's sake. He... You want to die? Well, then die. I tell you what, I'm not going to die. Not I'm not going to die. Oh, I'm going to kill the bear. Say I'm going to kill the bear. Say <laughs> I'm going to kill the
0: bear. Say Say I'm going to kill the bear. I to kill the bear. I'm going to kill the bear. Say so, it again. I'm going to kill the bear. Right. I'm gonna kill the bear. <laughs> Kill the bear! God, what one man can do another can do! do. What one man can do,
1: another can do. again! What one man can do, another can do! again! What one man can do, another can do! Yeah! You're goddamn right. (laughs) Today, I'm gonna
0: kill the motherfucker. Love it. Why I bought the movie, folks, right here. For $11, and I should get the Blu ray. Oh! Blu ray for 7
2: bucks
0: Hell of a deal. If you want to go through uh, 15 minutes of commercials. Of course, David Mamet wrote, Glenn Gary, *Glenn Ross, which Baldwin was also in. So. Maybe that's why Baldwin's in this, I don't know. You know that everyone works together, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Good bear acting right here. Anthony Hopkins, Swear. It's great.
2: Boom.
0: Some more great beer acting right there. Yeah, I think that bar is pretty freaking amazing. You could tell it's 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 doing its best to show that it's dead. That's pretty freaking sweet.
1: Seasons. Charles, nothing. No, really, what? In all my life, I wanted to do something that was um, that was unequivocal. Well, no, Charlie, I certainly think this qualifies. Smoky. here would have reared up, it probably would have called your lawyer. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to an animal.
0: these outfits are awesome. Okay. They're real mountain men now. Made from the height of the bear. When this movie came out in 1996, what was going through in my life, uh... It was my first year of college. My first semester. And this was one of the movies I saw in Mount Pleasant. And, uh, I think it was called Cinema 4 or one of those. I mean, I could be wrong. It's an awesome movie theater. It's not around anymore, unfortunately. Pretty dang affordable movies there. They yeah, I think they only had like four movies playing at the it's the college theater there. And, uh, went to go see it by myself. No I couldn't get anyone to go to the movies to go see it with me. And, uh, I so was working at a place called the Sweet Onion at the time, which is now gone as well, unfortunately. And, um, I was joking around with my, uh, one of my coworkers about the, in the emergency, you bloom. In an emergency, put you in an emergency, and you bloom. And I would act it out, and we would say that line back and forth. And Because, uh, yeah, I think uh, my buddy uh, went to go see that. I uh, went to go see it, too. But, uh, yeah, that was... So it's, it's kind of like a time capsule movie, a little bit there. Uh, first semester of college, big, a whole lot more of it out of me. Going into the late 90s, finishing up, uh, around 2003, the college experience. Went on probably a year too long. <laughs> there was a good, uh, half a year where I wasn't going to school. I missed, like, a started late. I think I missed a semester or something in the beginning. so I had to wait for the money to kick in. And then, uh. Yeah, don't do it man. Don't do what you're thinking. Burning the Warranty, which I'm sure is the, uh,
1: Drinking the other supplies.
0: metaphor here. Anthony Hopkins looks like he's got some kind of eyeliner on (laughs) I don't know why don't know how you could do it i don't know how after going through that whole experience i don't know how one could could get to, i mean well how could anyone become a killer but i mean it's just really really it's like man come on Finding a bear attack like that. She's a piece. God. Pressure dressing, field pressure dressing. that up better knock that up basic medic 101 I don't think he's got anything to tie it up with this just, just got the dressing you gotta do, you tie it up on the side, put another dressing on top of that and put another knot on top of the dressing so it's got extra, extra pressure on it. look it's like whatever it's like i'm he's like he knows i'm a piece of garbage <laughs> it's like yeah whatever he would be a nice guy try I try to kill you but would he would have shot him if he didn't fall the pit maybe he, at the last minute he wouldn't have maybe you, you always have to allow for that change of heart change of mind beautiful scenery i guess good cinematography here Nature does the work.
1: Hell of way to end it out, eh, Charles? Gonna be fine. Must be quite a thing. Quite a thing. Not so much. <laughs> Everybody wants something from you. Everybody depending on you. Don't talk so much. did you save your energy? I... I... don't really feel quite 100% sure. We're gonna take this in the shore. Find this to fire. Keep you warm. kill you, that's terrific. Talk. Nah, you wouldn't have
2: done
1: it. Yes, I would have. You stupid son of a bitch. <coughs> yes, I would I feel sorry for you, Charles. Never feel sorry for a man that owns a plane. (coughs) Come on. Hold on. Hold on. I'll get us out of here. Charles. Listen to me, Charles. If she was ever in my life, this business. <coughs> Doing you win. I swear, I'm my wife, Charles. Charles. Thanks. Very kind of you to say so, for kind gesture, HR.
0: Listen a that nice score. Don't I want it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's a Jerry Goldsmith uh, score. That's David Mamet written. It doesn't necessarily f- seem like it's his cadence of writing, but it's at the same time it's very clear and concise dialogue. I guess compared to his other the other movies that he's done. Yeah. There's the guy. The Indian dude. (laughs) We got him. good final scene unfortunately i'm gonna have to minus a star i mean this is a spectacular bad spectacularly bad choice but bart the bear and his trainer uh contribution to the film Think it's that big of a deal, there, Robert? I mean, geez, it's pretty amazing performance. It doesn't take away from the movie. Awesome movie. Very good. Always worth a. Uh, A viewing a revisit you know just uh, good things to know about being out in the wild Uh, real basic stuff but still it's always good to know and uh, good performances all around poor Steve feel bad for him it's a rough way to go and uh, I mean it's no joke dying to a bear it's no joke it's it's terrifying it's it's probably one of the worst deaths you could probably get and uh, yeah they really saw that that scene and uh, it almost seems like it could be a longer movie I mean, I'm looking at this commentary here, and we're clocking in at, uh... Yeah, hour and 58 minutes. But it feels like they could have added some more stuff. So maybe on the Blu-ray, there are some deleted scenes. <laughs> so maybe I should get the Blu-ray for $7. <laughs> Bringing the total cost up to about 18 But, uh... Again, if Blu-ray didn't... <laughs> <laughs> whole movie is me ranting about Blu ray. Uh, I have to force you to watch the damn previews or something you bought. I would be more apt to get Blu rays. And uh, they're overly excessive menus that are animated to the 10th degree. Something Basic about DVDs that I like that that works for me um, You know same way like VHS kind of works, works VHS works a VHS works on a an audio level. I think the audio is better on VHS you can do you have, There seems to be more range <laughs> With the stereo you know, I did. I did test that with my stereo system when I had one. You know, as I talk, I'm talking next to a uh, one-speaker music box. It's a small studio,
2: uh,
0: but anyway, it, this is an awesome movie. It's worth, you know, it's worth buying, owning. Like I said. I don't know. I had this movie. I guess it's always kind of been accessible here and there, but now with movies being mostly streaming, and if they're not on streaming, you can't go into a video store, necessarily. Uh, They're not as accessible. And if they're not in Redbox, you're kind of screwed. So, oh, there it is. Happy Birthday, written by Mildred J. Hill and Patty S. Hill. Okay. Soundtrack, I can't believe that It went out of print like that I like this little piano version of the of the edge music That's cool as hell Great movie 1997, yeah So this would have been my Continuation of my, song, my freshman year Thanks for listening guys I hope you enjoyed this uh, Commentary pod- uh, Podcast Bye bye